0: Do you sometimes feel you don't deserve good things? If you've ever struggled with feeling worthy, you'll want to work your way through the delightful new journal called Worthy of Wonder from Unity Books. It's full of coloring pages, spiritual quotes, writing prompts, and creative exercises that will help you explore and understand your divine value. This spiral-bound journal is the perfect gift for you or a loved one. We all deserve to feel worthy. Learn more at unity.org slash worthyjournal.
1: Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity
2: Online Radio. Welcome to my 200th episode. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, I can't believe it's 200 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. Yes, it is. And for those of you who've listened to all of them, God bless you. Thank you for going on this journey with me. And what a journey it is. So let's begin our journey today with a blessing and a prayer. I am so grateful place my hand on my heart and to join with you and to know the truth that sets us eternally free from all pain and suffering. So we're grateful and thankful right now with our hand on our heart to be wholeheartedly available, to be loving, to be compassionate, to be kind, to be our true selves. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self To remember that our true identity is perfect, holy, and complete. We are already as holy as holy can be. This is our true nature. This is our true identity. We're grateful and thankful to recognize I am that I am. And we are one with the I am presence of all beings. And so everything has already been given to us, the whole kingdom. And we are accepting it now. We're allowing it now. We're surrendering belief in lack, in sin, in suffering, in pain, all false beliefs, all false idols falling away. And we're standing in the light of the truth of our own being. So grateful and so thankful to allow ourselves to be the light that is our true nature. In grace and gratitude, we share this light with everyone because we're one with them. So grateful and so thankful to joyously allow it to be. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, what a blessing. Indeed, what a blessing. Profound. Yes. Well, celebrating this 200th episode, I can tell you what I did was I tuned in to see, as I always do, what is it that the Holy Spirit is putting forth for us to share about, discuss, tune into, look at, examine, and what I got was prosperity. Yes, prosperity. Prosperity is a major issue for a lot of people, and I've definitely had my prosperity and abundance issue myself. And I've learned a lot. A Course in Miracles, it's interesting. Uh, It's, well, we'll get into it here. It's quite interesting. And it's extremely helpful, of course. One of the things I know from my personal experience is that anything that we hold against another, so any grievance that we hold, uh, any unforgiveness, any resentment, and even personal regrets, any of these things that we might hold on to mentally and emotionally block the flow of abundance and prosperity. And one of the things I know about us folks having a human experience is most of us who are having blocks to abundance and prosperity, we look outside ourselves for the cause. And we think, well, if only... This was different in my life. If only that was different. Well, if only I had a degree. If only I hadn't made that investment. If only I had married that guy. (laughs) If only I had taken that job. If only I hadn't taken this job. If only I had listened to this or to that. But our state of abundance and prosperity is not really because of circumstances. Yeah, it's just not. So being in the flow of abundance and prosperity is being in the flow of love. Love is abundance. Love is prosperity. Love is all our needs met. When we live in the flow of love and joy in our heart, then all of our needs will be met in everything. They really will be. And it doesn't mean that there won't be challenges and we could say upsets in terms of what we thought was going to happen because we're all releasing the past, every single one of us, myself included. And so we're going to have experiences that give us the opportunity to look at what we think about the past and the meaning that we made of the past. Yes. So, particularly, one of the things that I've noticed is that when people have grievances around money, then it affects their experience of the flow of abundance and prosperity. So, if you're in resentment and regret about your financial experiences in your life, that's a great place to begin your forgiveness work if prosperity and abundance are an issue for you. Now, think on this. If you're a Course in miracle student and you have any sense that this course is really helpful, And that it's a path of awakening for you, then forgiveness is every day. And what true forgiveness is, is releasing the meaning that you have made of things, right? That's where the workbook lessons start. Everything I see only has the meaning that I have given to it. And so our whole walk in life is to release the attachment we have to the meaning that we made of things. Because it's the meaning that we made of things that keeps repeating in our mind. And if it repeats in our mind through our thoughts, our belief systems, then it's going to repeat in our experience. Right? That's Course of Miracles 101. So if we'd like to stop repeating the same experiences, we must release those beliefs which aren't true. Truth is true. Beliefs are not true. See, there's a difference there. And so if we're thinking thoughts in accordance with beliefs that aren't true, we're going to keep having experiences that play those beliefs out, in order to recognize what's really going on there, in order to see it on the screen of our life and choose again. So that's divine grace at work in our life. Divine grace is showing us our belief systems in the form of our thoughts. And when we choose thoughts that are incongruent, With our loving nature, our true nature, it's going to upset us every time. And that's a good thing. Because that upset is telling us, oh, you're choosing thoughts that aren't actually true. You can choose again. So every time we're upset, every time we're afraid, every time we're worried, every time we're concerned, every time we're angry or annoyed or sad or grieving... In any way, shape, or form, it's time to choose again. Now, most of the time, and this is what I was talking about last week and having the Holy Spirit as your personal trainer, most of the time, we're lost when we're experiencing this kind of pattern. We're lost in the muck and the mire of our opinions, our judgments, which reflect our belief systems. And so we're just magnetizing into our awareness more and more thoughts that are congruent with the judgments and the opinions that reflect our belief systems. So it just keeps spinning around and around, creating more and more and more. And right now, almost everybody I know is in the spin cycle. (laughs) We're in the spin cycle, the spiritual spin cycle. And everything is being spun out. If we're willing to let it go, now is the time. The thing for each one of us to recognize is that there's so much assistance for us in the invisible. There's so much assistance for us in the invisible. But we do have to choose it. We have to claim it. We have to claim our inheritance and claim our abundance and claim the assistance. Now, in our... Course in Miracle Studies, we know that this teaching is given to us by Jesus via Helen Schuckman and Bill Thetford. So, Helen was the scribe who wrote it down. Jesus is the one who gave the dictation. Now, in the Ascended Master realm, Jesus is the one who's helping humanity to attain uh, or remember their Christedness and to live as the Christ. This is his mission. (laughs) In the ascended master realm, Mother Mary represents true abundance. True abundance. And what true abundance is, is that immaculate heart. It is the heart that can hold no grievance. That's true abundance. Isn't that interesting? Would you ever have thought that Mother Mary is the one who represents true abundance and healing? Mm -hmm. So what I'm uh, suggesting to you is just, well, what I'm sharing with you is for me myself, I ask Mother Mary to teach me. How to Have an Immaculate Heart. I ask Jesus and the Holy Spirit, which is my own higher Holy Spirit self, the I am that I am. I ask the company of heaven and all that is holy to walk with me and talk with me all day long, to assist me and lead me and guide me all day long to the most loving choices. The most patient, kind, generous, loving choices. That's what I'm interested in. That I am naturally gravitating to those choices because they're the only ones that feel right. It's interesting, um, in the chapter 4, section 2, which is called The Ego and False Autonomy... It says here, be patient and remember that the outcome is certain as God. So the outcome of working the workbook, the outcome of doing this work and listening to our teacher is as certain as God. Our healing is as certain as God. And he's telling us to be patient. And he says, only those who have a real and lasting sense of abundance can be truly charitable. Truly charitable. This is obvious when you consider what is involved. To the ego, to give anything implies that you will have to do without it. When you associate giving with sacrifice, you give only because you believe that you are somehow getting something better and can therefore do without the thing you give. Giving to get is an inescapable law of the ego, which always evaluates itself in relation to other egos. It is therefore continually preoccupied with the belief in scarcity that will give rise to it. So what it's saying here is, stop giving to get if you'd like to experience true abundance. So step number one, release all grievances. Do the forgiveness work. Step number two, stop giving to get. Because every time we're giving to get, we are automatically affirming that there is lack, there is limitation, there is separation. Because in our mind, the only thing that creates lack and limitation is the belief in separation. Lack and limitation is evidence of belief in separation. Now, we also live in a world where so many spiritual teachers renounce the world and live in poverty, right? This is a common thing. So I think some of the spiritual teachers we see in the modern world, not so true. But but it is a time-honored tradition that... People who walk the spiritual path, they renounce the world. And so they renounce um, the things of this world and the accumulation of wealth. When we're in the flow of love, there's no need to accumulate wealth. Because you live in a constant state of abundance and prosperity. That's our natural state. So we're returning to our natural state. And in order to return, we have to look at, do we value scarcity thinking? So one of the invitations here is to look at how scarcity thinking plays out in your relationships, in your workplace, in your home, in your own mind. Because sometimes, for some people, scarcity is a motivator. If you don't do these things for me, I won't love you. Right? Well, <clears throat> that can lead to scarcity thinking. Because if you think, oh, this this one is my source, not God. This one. If they don't do those things for me, then I'm without because they are my source. Very common to think that, oh, our children are the source of love. Our spouse is the source of love or prosperity or abundance. And it can really look that way sometimes. The thing is, is however it looks, however intense it looks, it looks that way. Because that's what it takes to get our attention. That's what it takes For us to heal that false belief. That's what it takes for us to no longer worship that particular false idol. So if we can move into a deep and abiding gratitude for things just as they are. That can help us release the resentment and release the regrets and open up the flow of. Abundance, prosperity, wealth, healing, love. To be able to look at everything just as it is and say, oh, oh, it's perfectly designed for my healing and my healing is my number one priority. I am healing the mind and fortunately I'm not in charge of it. I'm only in charge of my willingness. The how of my healing, that curriculum and how it will unfold is totally up to the Holy Spirit and being led and guided by the same mind that led Jesus Christ home to the Christhood. I have the same teacher. How cool is that? And if we if we like, we can say we have the same mother who's teaching us how to have an immaculate heart and live in true abundance and true prosperity. Let us not satisfy ourselves with false idols of money and stuff and think that that is true abundance because it never has been and it never will be. Our abundance is the kingdom of heaven and so we're it to us. Yes. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're celebrating our 200th episode today. If you appreciate this radio show, I'm inviting you to make a contribution at powerofloveministry.net or at jenniferhadley.com or at livingacourseofmiracles.com. We sponsor your show and it's our pleasure to do so. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio where we're living the love. We're walking the talk.
3: Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives.
4: Do you ask with childlike wonder, What is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are, on some level, a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly five years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, a deeper look at Unity teachings is now available. This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you are just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of heart Center metaphysics speaks to truth-seekers like you, providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click on Shop.
5: What if you were intentional about your life? Committed to having more energy and being more vibrant. Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die
1: for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
2: Hey, 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 we're back celebrating the 100th episode Here, A Course in Miracles radio show at Unity Online Network. How cool is that? And so this radio show is sponsored by PowerOfLoveMinistry.net. We put on the Living A Course in Miracles classes. We had, uh, gosh, I don't know how many thousands of people last year in classes. And this year, I know overall we've had... Way more than 30,000. And from over 100 countries around the world. And we have quite a lot of people around the world listening to this free radio show. So, I just wanted to let you know, all these episodes, so the previous episodes, including this one, are available, or this one will be available, uh, on the uh, iTunes and other podcast servers where you can get podcasts, and of course at the unity.fm website. And so all these places you can subscribe to the podcast, which makes it really easy for you to get those episodes delivered to you. But you can also go online and just listen to whichever episodes you'd like. You also can download them individually. So uh, please do so, and please share with friends. It's a wonderful resource for people. And I have previous episodes with Ken Wapnick and John Mundy and Gary Renard and Gary Renard's family and Nook Sanchez and Nick Davis and Robert Holden and Regina Dawn Akers and David Hoffmeister and the list goes on and on. <clears throat> All of the wonderful Course in Miracles teachers that I've met along the way. And it's been such a pleasure to share with them and join with them in doing the radio show over the last four years. (laughs) So it takes four years to do 200 episodes of this radio broadcast. Yes, almost every week for the last four years. It's been my pleasure to join with you and transcend time and space. So if you love the radio show, please make a contribution and uh, help us keep it going. So this week we're talking about... Oh, um, you know, I want to make a mention. Last week I did a free class called Seven Simple Steps to Interrupt the Patterns of Fear. It's a preview. It's a free class, preview for my Finding Freedom Boot Camp, my Spiritual Boot Camp class. And uh, so I believe you can listen to that, Seven Simple Steps, on my Jennifer Hadley website for free right now. Seven Simple Steps to Interrupt the Patterns of Fear. Many people have issues around fear and money. Totally understandable. I've had those issues myself. That's how I learned my seven simple steps to interrupt the patterns of fear. So really applying these Course in Miracles teachings in very specific ways to interrupt the patterns of fear. Also, I have my free forgiveness workshop because remember how I said at the beginning that uh, a lot of abundance and prosperity issues are related to forgiveness, resentment, regret. So we forgive ourselves, our debts, and our debtors. That's it, baby. And so I have a free forgiveness workshop called How to Get Over It on the homepage at jenniferhadley.com. And uh, those resources are there to support you in doing this deep work. Because I know it ain't easy, it's simple. A lot of the time it's so simple. A Course in Miracles makes it simple, but it's not easy. Alright, so in uh, chapter one, the meaning of miracles, in section four, the escape from darkness, it says here I love this. Those this is Jesus telling us, those who witness for me are expressing through their miracles that they have abandoned the belief in deprivation in favor of the abundance they have learned belongs to them. So, being a witness for Jesus, what does that mean, being a witness for Jesus? That means letting him lead and guide. And then when he does, you will feel it, you will know it, you will recognize it. And when that happens, then you will be a witness. You will be able to say, I felt myself led and guided. So there can be this belief in specialness, right? This is one of the main teachings of A Course in Miracles about avoiding specialness. There's the thought that the person who says, I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. I hear the voice of God. I hear the voice of Jesus. I feel Jesus leading me and guiding me. There's the thought that, oh, that person thinks they're special. Or the thought that they are special. That's why they are being led and guided by Jesus. I'm not special. I'm not being led and guided by Jesus. One of the most common questions I get is, how can I hear inspiration, intuition? Now, I've done radio shows about that. So you just look in the archive. 200 episodes. <laughs> look in the archive and you will find those shows. I try to make the, the titles of the shows really plain so you can see what those topics are. But there's discussions too. So, inspiration is always available. Intuition is always available. This is what the Course in Miracles teaches us. If you don't hear the voice of God, the voice for God, it's because you don't want to. Totally understandable. This is our journey. It doesn't mean that we're bad or there's something wrong with us. It's in our thinking where the error is. Not in our beingness. There's nothing wrong with any being. But there are errors in our thinking. And in our belief system, so if our belief system is what is leading us and guiding us, not the truth, not the Holy Spirit, not Jesus, Mother Mary, then what's happening is we're being led by the ego, who's in charge of our belief system. And we can give the whole big mess to the Holy Spirit for healing. And then we can witness for Jesus. Yes, we can. And this is our divine opportunity. This is our divine destiny. This is what we are being called to. Absolutely. Uh, in chapter 7, the gifts of the kingdom, the totality of the kingdom, says here, this is section 7, paragraph 7, how appropriate, in chapter 7, how appropriate is this, one child of God is the only teacher sufficiently worthy to teach another one teacher is in all minds and he teaches the same lesson to all he always teaches you the inestimable worth of every son of God teaching it with infinite patience born of the infinite love for which he speaks every attack is a call for his patience since his patience is can translate attack into blessing. This is the grace of God. Those who attack do not know they are blessed. They attack because they believe they are deprived. Give, therefore, of your abundance and teach your brothers theirs. Do not share their illusions of scarcity, or you will perceive yourself as lacking. I'm going to read this again. They, Those who attack do not know they are blessed. They attack because they believe they are deprived. Give therefore of your abundance and teach your brothers theirs. Do not share their illusions of scarcity or you will perceive yourself as lacking. So when we believe in scarcity, then we attack. Mm -hmm. And so when our mind has gone into attack mode, which is complaining, which is opinions, which is judgments, when our mind goes into that despair, what we're doing is we're saying that The fullness of God's love, which is our abundance, which is our wealth, has been removed somehow. It's been blocked somehow. What could block it but our thinking? Only we can block it. It can't be blocked by someone else. Our abundance and our prosperity can't be blocked by someone else. And our abundance and our prosperity is not what we see in the material world. It is the abundance and prosperity, just like love and wholeness and freedom. And wisdom and clarity; these are spiritual qualities of God that are the kingdom, and the kingdom has already been given. It's pre-installed. It's within us, and we cannot experience the kingdom of God if we place our belief in something else. So that's why it's seek first the kingdom of God, and all else will be added unto you. It's really that simple. So, it can seem overwhelming. Oh, do I know. It can seem so completely overwhelming. I know that what I used to think and believe, I thought it because I believed it, (laughs) I used to believe I'm bad, I'm wrong, I'm not good enough, there's something wrong with me. I don't even know what it is, but I just feel it's so pervasive in my life. I literally felt like I was spiritually stupid because I was studying these teachings, but I noticed I'm still having the same feelings, the same issues, the same problems, repeating again and again and again, and I feel like I'm digging in deeper. Even though I can say, yes, I'm more patient, I'm more kind, I'm more loving, I'm more generous, this and that, I'm also in more despair about not having more healing, more expansion, more clarity, more freedom. It's just not getting easier. You know, I had this fantasy when I was younger that it would get easier and easier and easier. Because I'd become wealthy, I'd become successful, and all my dreams would come true. I would make them happen, and so my life will get easier. And I will be able to manifest and make and create and bring forth all the things will make me happy. So my life's going to just get better and better and better once I get away from my family and my parents and all those feelings of being not good enough and wrong and bad well it didn't work that way it doesn't work that way (laughs) it does not work that way that is a fantasy for sure and so what happened was I had to face it I had to face my mind and I had to surrender I had to say God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, Mother Mary, company of heaven, all that is holy, higher self. I don't want to run this life anymore. I'd like to be led and guided. I would like to seek the kingdom first. So I'm going to make that my focal point. And seriously, whether or not everything is added unto me, I don't know. But I do know this. I really am only interested in being loving, being compassionate, being kind, and being generous. I've had enough of being angry and resentful and tired and complaining and hurt. I've had enough of that stuff. I just, I can't stand it anymore. And so I made that shift. And, you know, I just—I thought, I have no idea how this can happen, but I'm going to put my full faith in that it will happen. If I surrender trying to make it happen and allow myself to be led and guided, I believe I will be. And so what I started to notice was that I would have a feeling of, in a moment of, Upset and things like that, I would stop and pause and say, wait a minute. What is the loving choice here? What is the most loving choice I can recognize, that I can see, that I can find? And a lot of times, those loving choices were completely contrary to how I had lived my life up to that point. And what happened was, I... I really had this heart's desire to move into ministry and teaching, but I did not feel qualified. I thought, oh, I'm, I'm not holy enough for that. I'm not good enough for that. I'm not loving enough for that. But that was my heart's desire. And so I started down the path of becoming a Science of Mind practitioner and then a minister. And it was a long path. It was nine years of studying classes at Agape and at the Holmes Institute. And I have to say that um, none of that was the what I thought it would be. Some of it was really, really wonderful. But... My ministerial training was, to me, it was an intellectual exercise that was uh, very boring and dull. I thought, well, this is not true ministry. Where's the mysticism? Where's the awakening? Nobody's talking about awakening here. It's all very intellectual. And so I completed that coursework. And then I said, and now I'm going to set myself free into the mystical. And I moved into a Course of Miracles and I gave myself as much as I could to the Holy Spirit, to Jesus, and I'm still doing that. And I'm still awakening. I'm still on this path of waking up, this path of healing. And what I have learned is that when I began I really I was really frightened. How am I ever gonna lead a ministry? How am I ever going to make enough money to support myself, much less expand a ministry? Because I felt a calling to a global ministry. How am I going to do that? And what I realized was, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm allowing it. I'm allowing myself to be led and guided. I don't have to figure it out. Because I'm not alone. I'm not on my own. And that was the big switch that I made. I am not alone. I'm never alone. Ever. I'm never on my own. And my past does not determine my future unless I think it does. And I don't think it does. And what happens in the future with the ministry... It's not that I don't care, of course I care, I care deeply, but I don't plan that far ahead. All I'm planning for is the grace of God and the love of God to shine through me more and more and more, so that I can be a living example of what I'm sharing and what I know to be the truth So I'm interested in supporting people who are interested in being that living example, too. What I can say is our true prosperity is our loving heart. And cultivating the immaculate heart is the most challenging thing I've ever done in my life. And it's the only thing that matters. Really and true. Yeah. So We'll talk more about abundance and prosperity when I come back. We're celebrating our 200th episode. And remember, uh, you can still get the 7 Simple Steps uh, that I just did at jenniferhadley.com. 7 Simple Steps to Interrupt the Patterns of Fear. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. Where we're living the love, we're walking the talk and
4: I'll be right back. You ask with childlike wonder, what is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are, on some level, a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly five years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, a deeper look at Unity teachings is now available. This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you're just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of Heart-Centered Metaphysics speaks to truth seekers like you, providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click on Shop. At Metaphysical Rock
3: 2, we demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Reverend Paul Hasselbeck, Reverend Bill Holton, and Reverend Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio.
2: back again celebrating our 200th episode just that reminder that you can download them all for free all for free (laughs) and enjoy them yes it has been a labor of love which is no labor at all it's a joy (sighs) in talking about abundance and prosperity what the spirit um Led me to was a realization that true prosperity, uh, of course, is that immaculate heart. And one of the things that happens to us is <clears throat> we have our stuff that we're working out, right? And uh, call it karma, call, call it whatever you like. Um, And so we're working out challenging relationships. And the last Course in Miracles conference, uh, we're doing the next one in Las Vegas in April. And if you go to jenniferhadley.com on the events page, I believe there's a link there for the Course in Miracles conference. And you can click through and uh, learn all about that conference. Uh, we had such a good time in New York. I did. I had a wonderful time being with everybody, and I even got food poisoning. <laughs> and um, I know we're going to have a great time in Vegas. And uh, anyway, um, come join us in Vegas. All right, so the topic at the Course in Miracles conference this year. 2015, was about that section in chapter 26, section 9, paragraph 6, where it says, The holiest of all spots on earth is where an ancient hatred has become a present love. What I have noticed in my life experience is that some of the issues around abundance and prosperity also relate to issues that feel like betrayal. And it's this opportunity to take an ancient hatred and turn it into a present love, the holiest spot on earth. And what I love, it says in this section, is angels. Sorry, around you angels hover lovingly to keep away all darkened thoughts of sin and keep the light where it has entered in. Your footprints lighten up the world, for where you walk, forgiveness gladly goes with you. Around you angels hover lovingly to keep away all darkened thoughts of sin and keep the light where it has entered in. Your footprints lighten up the world, for where you walk, forgiveness gladly goes with you. Yes. A little bit later it says, Now is the temple of the living God rebuilt as host again to him by whom it was created. So what what Course of Miracles tells us is that we are the altar of God. And and our our beingness is that temple. And so we're rebuilding the temple of God by doing this forgiveness work by remembering that we are the light. Right? Remember we are the light. The light cannot be sullied or dirtied. You are a light being and there's no way to attach anything to you to make you impure. All impurity can only be a belief. A false idol. False idols Get in the way of our clarity, our expansion, our healing. So, false idols can come in the form of a relationship, in the form of a house or a job. So, what is a false idol? A false idol is something that's more important to you than your loving heart, than being kind. To yourself and others. That makes it into a false idol. It really does. Yeah. Just thinking about that for a moment. Where are you investing in false idols? Because that will affect your prosperity and your abundance. Sometimes people make their home, or their car, or their job, or their children, or their dog, a false idol. So, how you know it's become a false idol is when you have fear around it. When you have fear of loss. Fear of loss. Now, for me, personally... I noticed God has got me on this program where I'm moving around all the time so that I'm releasing all attachments to things. I don't have a permanent home. I have a temporary home. And I I know I'm following guidance by doing this. It's really helped me to release so many attachments. When you're, especially when I've been staying in people's homes and things. I know <laughs> last winter, my uh, I was staying with my brother in the fall and the winter, and um, there was a point my brother has four children, and two of them are in college. Well, one's uh, out of college already. So everybody was home for the holidays, and, and so all the rooms were filled at the inn. And so my brother said, you know, you're so welcome to continue to stay here, of course, through the holidays and everything. But the only room we have for you is in the basement, you know, on the the futon in the little um, TV room in the basement. And so I slept down there for, I don't know, two or three weeks. That was my room in the basement. And I loved it. Because I thought, this is great. You know, here I am, this uh, spiritual teacher, and with thousands of students around the world, you know, in all the free classes that I do, thousands of people take them. And I'm sleeping on my brother's futon in the basement. It's Great because I didn't make any meaning of it that he didn't love me or that somehow I had fallen to this point. But there was a time when I would have definitely thought, oh, my God, look how low I've gotten. I don't have my own home. I'm sleeping on my brother's futon in the basement. Oh, my God, look what's happened to me. But I didn't feel that way at all. Not at all, because I knew I was living in alignment with what I was being guided to. That's the difference, you see. Oh my gosh, time's up. Time is up, and we're completing this 200th episode. So let's just take a moment here to bless ourselves and pray. Thank you for joining me for this 200th episode. Thank you for joining me at all And as we place our hand on our heart and we take a breath of love and gratitude, I am so grateful and so thankful to celebrate that we have already been given the kingdom. We are celebrating that that immaculate heart is what we are cultivating. And it's our true nature. It's our true identity. We're forgetting every other home but the home we have in God. In grace and gratitude, we joyfully allow ourselves to live in the truth, to share the truth, to demonstrate it with everyone, because we're one with them. We accept all the gifts of the kingdom. We let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you. Have a great rest of your week.
1: Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day, in every way. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now.
0: Repeat the words,
5: God is taking care of it, and it will become clear that you are the channel and that God is the doer of good works through you.
3: This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity.
1: Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. At the base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Reverend Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time. On Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. The river she is flowing, and flowing the river she is flowing down to the
0: sea. Do you sometimes feel you don't deserve good things? If you've ever struggled with feeling worthy, you'll want to work your way through the delightful new journal called Worthy of Wonder from Unity Books. It's full of coloring pages, spiritual quotes, writing prompts, and creative exercises that will help you explore and understand your divine value. This spiral-bound journal is the perfect gift for you or a loved one. We all deserve to feel worthy. Learn more at unity.org slash worthyjournal.